power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Just close your eyes, men of pray. Bless the name of the Lord. Let him rise into fasomne makaparia. Rada bala bala makusata paria de bala kosti re baranda la baba. Celebrando la baha soteski pandi rossi lebrando la bakatosa. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Oh, I can't hear you. Say in the name of Jesus. Say this morning. I declare that my heart is ready. Say this morning, I declare that my spirit is ready. This morning, I declare that my mind is ready to receive from the Lord in the name of Jesus. Say this morning, I command any obstacle to my receiving from heaven, from heaven to be removed, to be removed in, the in the name of Jesus. Of Jesus. Say, I declare, I declare that my spirit, that my spirit is, alert is alert and ready, and ready to, receive to receive from above in the name, in the name of, Jesus. of Jesus. Somebody put your two hands together for the Lord. Oh, I can't hear your clap at all. It is unto the Lord, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. You may take your seats. Amen. How many of you are excited to be in church this Sunday morning? I can't feel your excitement at all. Hallelujah. It's a good thing to be in church. Amen. And how many of you are ready to receive the word this morning? All right. Let's put our hands together for overflow music. A very prophetic ministration. God bless you. And yesterday I was at the building site and a gentleman walked in. He was like, he didn't know I was the head pastor. So he came out chatting and said, hey, these people, like he was talking, these people, these people. <laughs> hey, these people, they are just moving so fast. They're so impressive. And I wonder what their secret is. It's like, hmm. Oh, I don't think he meant it in a bad way. No, 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 no. Why is your mind like that? <laughs> you know, he was just going on and on and on and on. And um, we move with the speed of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We move with the speed of the Holy Ghost. Yesterday, they completed the roofing. So then, ta top. It's roofed. When you stand inside, the sun shall not smite you by day, and the moon will not smite you by night. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, they did the trussons first. That's what I showed you last week. And they had to do some few technical things. And they started the real roofing yesterday morning by evening. They were done. The guy was like, hey, it's boys like you start something knowing you finish. We move with the speed of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We bless God. And so we are in a transition season. We are moving to another level. And part of moving to another level is to ensure that some of the things that are not correct with this level, we don't move to the next level with them. Amen? Why has your excitement gone down suddenly like that? It is already a good message. Whether you agree or not, me, I have agreed that it's a good message. I'm coming to preach. Amen? Yes, man. <laughs> there are some things you need to leave behind as you climb to the next level. Hmm? Today's message, everybody's own is inside. Receive it in the name of Jesus. If I say financial blessing, receive the pageant by the word of God. Amen. Aha. So today I'll be flying daggers, flying swords, flying darts, 
all kinds of things if one happens to catch you along the line take it that it's like you are in the clinic and you are receiving an injection it is painful but it is good for you that is what will bring healing to your soul amen uh, the bible says the word of god is a double-edged sword a sword cuts so if the word of god cuts you it is just doing its job amen all right so this morning i want to preach to you something the, the title is a command on its own all right it's a command the title of my message is grow up with five exclamation marks in fact make it seven <laughs> tell somebody grow up tell another person grow up hallelujah yes there's a difference between growing and growing up you can grow but you are not growing up hallelujah yeah you see growth means increase say increase when something increases it means it has grown but when we talk about growing up we are talking about maturity you are mature you have some of the persons growing becoming big big but still like a child you are not growing up hallelujah so today the command to all of us is that you must grow up amen so when we talk about maturity or maturing there's nothing like general maturation that you have matured no you can be mature in one aspect of your life but very immature in another so let's erase this man oh he has matured no you can be matured in your relationships with people but when it comes to your finances you are still behaving like a child hallelujah so when it comes to maturing and growing up it must be compartmentalized there are certain areas you are doing fine there are certain areas too you are not doing too well so as for growth people grow if you are in this church and you are not growing then you have a malabsorption problem <laughs> what we are fed with here from the pulpit whoever comes is good to grow you amen every time something is added to you growth is increased let's read the scripture in luke chapter 2 verse 25 let's read the king james version first luke chapter 2 verse 25 or 226 give me the scripture that said he grew in wisdom and two fi oh 50 uh, 25 number and I'm not ten, you know. <laughs> it's two fifty-two. So let's read the NIV first. Let's read the NIV first. Give me NIV first. NIV first. You realize that the rendition in NIV and KJV are the same, except one word. So the NIV is and Jesus. Let's read this together. Go. And Jesus did what? Grew in wisdom and stature in favor with God and man let's read it again and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man let's read the same scripture in KJV let's read together go and Jesus what increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man the two words, the, the only difference is that one said grew and the other said increase. I'm just trying to show you that growth means increase. Alright? Growth means increase. It means something has been added to you. But when we talk about growing up, we are talking about maturing. When we talk about maturing, we are talking about readiness. You may have an investment somewhere. As you are sitting down right now, it is growing. But it's not ready to be harvested yet. It hasn't matured. So maturity comes with the readiness to be able to handle certain things. Readiness to be able to deal with certain things the correct way. Hallelujah. Yeah. Now Paul says something in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 11. Let's read NLT. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 11. 
He said, when I was a child, I speak as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Tell somebody, put away childish things. Tell another person, put away childish things. If Paul, with whatever level he reads, is humble enough to admit that there were some things in his life that were childish, I believe you and I must be doubly humble. Because what Paul has seen, or what Paul saw, we haven't seen a quarter. Hallelujah. So you must be humble to admit that there are some things in your life you do that are childish. That kind of say, well, in how do you say it in Ewe? It will devio something. I know the devio, but the rest you know, is what I don't know. Yeah. He said, I put away childish things. And you see, even with this one, he took it at various levels. That means the maturing is not one thing. He talked about, I spoke as a child. I thought as a child. I reasoned as a child. Different, different, different levels. That means for him, these were the areas he noticed that he needed maturing in. Yours may be different. Mine may be different. But as for Paul, when he looked at his life, he realized that the way he spoke wasn't correct. The way he thought wasn't correct. The way he reasoned wasn't correct. And of course, the way he, he was a Pharisee. You can't be a Pharisee and reason correct. So the way he reasoned wasn't correct. The way he understood God and his ways was not correct. But thank God he's saying now he is a man and he has put away childish things. You and I must also be determined to start putting away some childish things. For example, when it comes to our understanding of God and the ways of God, I've said it that the modern day believer is a spoiled. I don't want to say brat, but somebody has said it, so I'm echoing what the person has said. <laughs> No, we get angry with God easily. We want one thing we don't get. We are annoyed with God. One thing goes wrong in your life, you start saying all kinds of things and reacting in a childish manner. Something goes wrong and you block everybody. You don't want to talk to anybody. You start deleting yourself from all groups. Some people are hiding their faces. <laughs> you must grow up. Hallelujah. You must grow up. Look. You see, what you are going through, eh? There's a scripture. If I break it down for you, you'll be scared. You've read it, huh? but if I break that scripture down. You know, the scripture that says, nothing shall separate us from the love of God. It lists a lot of things, things we know about principalities, powers, this persecution. It listed a lot of serious things that we consider wild. But it went on and it said, and things to come. That means those things they are not principalities, they are not powers, they are not witches, they are not wizards, they are not the things you are used to. New, fresh undiscovered things that have the potential to separate you from the love of Christ. Things to come. <laughs> During takeoff 2024, one of the days the focus will be things to come. Yeah. It will be one of the, the focus for the days. Things to come. No, no, at the beginning of the year you must deal with things to come. Oh, a good example was COVID. Nobody has seen anything like that before and it came and separated people from the life of Christ churches got empty so we need to pray about things to come hallelujah no no so you think you are seeing big things there is a category called things to come things to come things to come no you see sometimes we think we figured God out that people who have given up on certain things and it's a sign that they are still thinking as children. One of the signs of maturity is that you accept that God's ways are not your ways. His methods are not your methods. You see, the reason why you think that thing is impossible 
is because with your limited understanding, you have looked at all the possibilities and you realize that in a certain realm, those possibilities are not possible. Maybe because of timelines, etc. But God operates in a different plane altogether. Hallelujah. What man considers impossible is possible with God. Where man ends, that is where God begins. Hallelujah. No, no, in my work with God, I've realized that God's calculations and his methods and his ways, it will not come the way you expected. You see, you have a way you expect it to come. And when you analyze, you realize that this one is blocked, this one is blocked, this one is blocked. That's why you are saying it's impossible. But there's a way that you are not aware of. That there is a method and a style that is above your understanding. Look, let me share a, story, a true story. There was a church service and, the, and, the, and God spoke to the man of God. He called a certain gentleman. This is a true story. He called the gentleman and told him. God told him to tell the gentleman that tomorrow by this time, you will relocate from this country and that that is where your blessing is going to be. When he said it, the gentleman started laughing. <laughs> he said what? Tomorrow by this time. The guy was standing in front of the pastor wearing some chaliwati. This, this, this. It's also for passport crime mini B. I don't have passport. The man of God said, I am telling you what I have heard. You see, this particular situation, eh? Humanly speaking, even if you have the strongest connections and you are the president's friend, it will be hard. Especially when you received the prophecy on a Sunday. No, no, no. How, how is it going to happen? To get a passport in less than 24 hours, a visa stamp, then ah, humanly speaking, it was impossible. But the man of God said, that is what I have heard God say. And when God speaks, his words do not fall to the ground. Tomorrow by this time, you relocate from this country. He said, okay, Saudi Waka, medium going. The guy didn't even bother thinking about it. The following day, he was walking in town. That's why I said, the methods God uses, eh? He was walking in town. Suddenly, some people came, grabbed him, put him in handcuffs. They said, you are under arrest. Ah! What is happening? Me, <laughs> my life grabbed me. <laughs> Like, what, what, what am I going to steal? What do I even have? Bundled him, handcuffed him, put him in the car, like some serious radio. The time he realized, looked into the distance, uh, they were at the airport. A chartered flight. Opened the thing, they pushed him inside. Ah! You people, what is wrong with you? The whole thing was like a dream. They reached the foreign country. They took him, took him into a certain office. They were going to start interrogating him. And then a certain call came. They said, stop. No, no, it was like how the a BNI or whatever, national security in the country. It was through some links with Interpol. They were looking for some drug trafficker. And he happened to look like the guy. So they had been tricking him from abroad and they caught him. They thought him. Ay, ay, ay. He was in another country in interrogation room. They were coming to start doing some wild interrogation and they called him. They said, Stop. And a big man came. The big man said, Gentlemen, we are sorry. It was somebody else we have been looking for. And you look like him. So we thought it was you. So we are very, 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 very sorry. We have to think of a compensation plan for you. And the guy sugared himself and sat down well. He said, first of all, before we even talk about the compensation, you have embarrassed me in my country. I don't want to go back. Ming copium. They said that is not a problem. It is not a problem. That wasn't part of the compensation, though. 
like that one we understand we embarrass you in public say, mm, I can't go back there so if I'm going to stay here that means you have to give me a house it's done if I'm staying here you have to give me work permit it is done now let's talk about the monetary compensation they gave work permit gave him a job and they gave him monetary compensation on top the ways of God are not our ways once God has spoken twice have we heard that power belongs to God look don't think you have figured God out don't think you figured him out why do I feel like there's somebody here that God is about to surprise why, why do I feel like there's somebody here God is about to blow your mind God is about to blow him you, you've, you've written the thing off but God is working something behind the scenes God is connecting some dots God is dotting some eyes. God is crossing some T's. Oh. My God. Don't doubt this God. Don't doubt this God. Don't doubt this God. He said tomorrow by this time. He would have relocated. In his mind. Oh, yeah, visa. We need a connection man to do passport. Yeah, visa. This, 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 this. God just twisted somebody's mind and he saw him as somebody else and they bundled him and took him to another country. I pray that God will shock you one of these days. The things you have given up on, the, the things you have thrown your hands in the air on, may God give you the shock of your life. In Jesus' name. Look, we need to grow up. Understand that this being we are dealing with is not our size. The fact that we are in his image doesn't mean we are him. And maybe it's not a miniature adult. The fact that the adult have two hands, two eyes, blah, 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 they are different. Anatomically, biochemically, physiologically, there are differences. Even the scripture that says, ye are gods, it's a small god. Small g. For us. The level he operates is completely different from us. Grow up to the point where you believe him, even if. Hallelujah. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They said, we are going to go into the fiery furnace. We believe that our God is able to do it. But even if he doesn't do it, we will not bow down. I pray that God will bring back Christians, even if Christians. People that even if the thing doesn't happen the way you want it to happen, you are still a worshiper. You are still a pra praising God. You are still serving God. You are still doing the work of God. Don't think you have figured out God. Grow up. Tell somebody, grow up. Sit down for one minute. The way I sound in the way I want to fire in certain directions. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tempt me to keep motivating you. Now I will rebuke you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. We need to grow up. He said, I reasoned as a child. I thought as a child. As a child, even in our dealings with church, we need to grow up. Those of you who only get excited about a program that is hyped, if there's no hype, if there's no special special poster, and it is midweek, you won't come. If you like, let me let them change the design for the midweek poster. Just change the design small and put something catchy. You see the way. ONG will be, will be full on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Super Wednesday. It's going to happen. And I make Aquila do the poster and put me like a flame of fire and I'm standing inside. Just another a <laughs> it's gonna happen that day. You forget that um, you have some locum somewhere. I've gotta be there. Hype. Hey, we need to grow out of those things. Oh, you need to come to the point where it is an appointment with God. It's an appointment with God. So now pastors have to find all kinds of ways to hype things for people to be excited about them but I pray that you grow to the point where 
your excitement is intrinsically generated you don't need publicity you don't need adverts you don't need megaphone announcement you don't need uh, what do you call it uh, jingles you don't need jingles but you see in every church too, we have the call rain or shine they'll be there oh whatever you there are some people in this church if i don't see them in a service i know something is wrong that some of you too when i see you i'm excited because i don't see you the day i see you i want to come and usher you myself hey Charlie, you came sit down i wish i could put super glue on there and sit down you'll be permanently transfixed there. oh yeah some of you when i see you and i'm i'm happy it's, a, it's not a compliment just say oh problem be have a certain problem no 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 that's some people when you don't see them there is a reason there's a reason there's a reason you see let me go in a certain direction small very gently very gently you see if you've been coming with the bus eh, if you've been coming with the bus and <laughs> if you've been coming with the bus eh, and a particular day comes and the bus doesn't come can you grow to the point where now you can organize yourselves and say ah let's put money together let's pick uber let's pick taxi not that oh Senior Moses, oh, today the bus is what? Ah, uh, end here, end here. And you start removing your clothes. End here, Mimpe, in the bin there. Just said, today is a holiday. Is it? Is it? Is it a holiday today? <laughs> no, you must grow to the point where even when the bus is delaying, you now you pick your car and come. Yeah. You must go to the point where you don't need Moses to call you on Saturday night. Are you coming to church? And to cajole you like you're a baby. You're not a baby. Hallelujah. Yeah. I took down, down, I'll be gentle. Me, you know. We need to grow up. We need to grow up. You should even come to a point where we can say, Basilka, we stop. And we can trust that you love God and the things of God so much that you still make it for services. Yeah. Because this is spoon feeding, you know. It's spoon feeding. It's babies that you spoon feed. Open your mouth. Ah. And you sing. Then you play uh, music on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You dance and do caricature for them. Eat one for one. Then you eat them. And then they'll be doing things. You see, when you do these things, you are behaving like a toddler. But we are growing up. Hallelujah. Oh, I said we are growing up. up. The various departments, your leaders have to beg you to come for meeting. Eh? Beg you to come for meeting. Oh, can you come for this and this? Then you have to come for me. lot of the ministries in the church when you look at their page and you compare it to the people who are actively working <laughs> on paper Aquarius is another church like it's another church on this but I've not seen half of that number on stage before what is happening Tell somebody grow up. Tell another person grow up. Hallelujah. See, one of the signs of immaturity too is when you can't control what you say, what comes out of your mouth. It is a cardinal sign of childishness that you are not growing. People's information is not safe with you, you are itching. You have the spirit of the tail bearer. The Bible talks about tail bearers. Let's read Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 
20 verse 19 talks about the tail bearer give me um, um nlt let me see if nlt puts it the way i want it okay you let's read king james first king james he said he that goeth about as a tail bearer he does what reveals secrets somebody trusts you with a certain kind of information and the spirit of the tail bearer in you you want to speak if you like to speak things join the evangelism team go and proclaim the good news that christ died for people it is childishness me do you know the kinds of information i have do you know the things i do there are some of the things i know eh? the pastor if i tell them they will three days they can't sleep and i'll tell you too <laughs> you can't sleep for three days no 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 no. you need to be able to hold all of these things in your chest because some of the things you want to talk the thing is expanding in your chest like that it wants to come out but you need to discipline yourself hallelujah you need to discipline yourself people have spoiled their relationships with people because of their tongue Somebody trusts you with information and it goes to leak. Especially when the person has said, This one, don't tell anybody. Then you go to another person and tell the person and say, Don't tell anybody. And this one is going to say, Don't tell anybody. So everybody knows, but they are all telling everybody. That's what we call an open secret. It's a secret, but it's open. Childishness. When somebody said, This thing I'm telling you, don't tell anybody. The spirit of the tail bearer is childishness. It's childishness. It's childishness. So you see, what happens is that if somebody realizes, ah, if I tell you this thing, it's not safe with you. Sometimes the, the person will do you a favor by deciding that now I don't even put myself in that situation by telling you anything. So you realize that a relationship that's supposed to be deep then gradually becomes shallow and shallow and shallow and shallow and shallow because your tongue cannot be trusted. You will go and raise it as a prayer topic somewhere. <laughs> we need to intercede. My God, things are happening. Things are in semi-cosso. semi <laughs> no, we need to discipline our tongues. We need to discipline our tongues. It's childishness to want to say everything, to want to pass on every kind of information. How we react to situations with our tongue is childishness. By now, you should you should you should have grown out of certain kinds of reactions, certain ways of talking. You should have grown out of them. Yeah, the spirit of freeing your mind is a free mind. May they may come out drink. The Bible said, a fool speaketh all of his mind. It's not everything that is in your head that you see. You know, some people hide behind the fact that, but this is the truth. Yes, it's the truth. We know that the person's head is big. His head is not nice. But once you say it, you see, when you say certain things, you 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 graduate into the the, the realm of fools because the Bible says it's only a fool that speaks all of his mind everything that is in your head you, you, you speak it out a wise person holds some until later you see this your head is big that you said with four people there you could have waited when it's just the two of you you put it in a nice way your head is anatomically oversized <laughs> it's a nicer way of putting it now yeah. Some people can insult you in King James language and you think like they are prophesying to you. Yeah. Thy mother. Thy mother. <laughs> you think you raise her, you think you think you think a person is going to prophesy, insulting you. Said the same thing in a nice way. Let him change the tone. And bring it into our local. You realize he's saying big things. <laughs> it's not everything you must say. It's not everything you must talk about. It's not everything you must discuss. And you see, 
when you are like that, eh, the people you tell the thing to, they also start looking at you suspiciously. Uh, hey, if you can come and say this thing to me, then it means me to have to be careful when I give him or her some information. Tell somebody, grow up. Tell another person, grow up. Another sign that you are not growing up is when you keep repeating the same mistakes. You do the same things over and over again. Let's read Judges chapter 16 from verse 4, NLT. Judges chapter 16, verse 4. It says, Some time later, Samson fell in love with a woman named Delilah who lived in the valley of Sorek. Next verse. The rulers of the Philistines went to her and said, Entice Samson to tell you what makes him so strong and how he can be overpowered and tied up securely. Then each of us will give you 1,100 pieces of silver. Next. That must have been a lot of money because how much did Judas collect for Jesus? 30. So if each of them is giving 1,100, it was a big fortune. And that 30 pieces of silver was enough to buy land. Because he bought land and he killed himself on the same land. That was Judas. So you can imagine what 1,100 pieces of silver could have done. So Delilah said to Samson, please tell me what makes you so strong and what it would take to tie you up securely. You can see a trap coming. Next verse. Samson replied, if I were tied up with seven new bowstrings that have not yet been dried, I would become as weak as anyone else. Next verse. So the Philistine rulers brought Delilah seven new bowstrings and she tied Samson up with them. So you've told her that if this thing is done to me, I will lose all my strength. And she goes ahead and does it. Let's read on. She had hidden some men in one of the inner rooms of the house. You see, it's not like you are just there with her in the room. So she just says, oh, the Philistines have come and then there's nobody. You can see the intentions clear that this is a trap. This is, is, is something that is meant to destroy you. She had hidden some men in one of the inner rooms in her house. And she cried out, Samson, the Philistines have come to capture you. But Samson snapped the bowstrings as a piece of string snaps when it is burned by fire. So the secret of his strength was not discovered. You see, a wise, mature person, by this time, you realize that there is an agenda. But something has seen Obakoko, OBKK for short. His mind has been turned upside down. Afterward, Delilah said to him, You have been making fun of me and telling me lies. Now, please tell me how you can be tied up second time. Tell somebody, learn from your mistakes. You can't keep making the same mistakes all over and all over and all over again. Samson replied, if I were tied up with brand new ropes that have never been used, I would become as weak as anyone else. So Delilah took new ropes and tied him with them second time. The men were hiding in the inner room as before. Again, same thing. And again, Delilah cried out, Samson, the Philistines have come to capture you. It's not like she even used a different method. Same, same, same. But again, Samson snapped the ropes from his arms as if they were thread. Next verse. Then Delilah said, you have been making fun of me. Same thing she said the first time. Same thing she's repeating. The whole thing is like a deja vu. Now tell me how you can be tied up securely. Samson replied, if you were to weave the seven braids of my hair into a fabric on your loom and tighten it with the loom shuttle, I will become as weak as anyone else. So while he slept, Delilah wove the seven braids of his hair into fabric. I mean, I don't know whether Samson suffered from narcolepsy or whatever. Like you can sleep and they are <laughs> doing all these things to you and you are still sleeping. Hey! Next verse. Then she tightened it with the loom shuttle. Again, she cried out, Samson, the Philistines have come to capture you. Third time. But Samson woke up, 
pulled back the loom shuttle and yanked his hair away from the loom and fabric. But you see, gradually he was getting closer and closer to revealing the secret. Gradually. He wasn't learning from his mistakes. And he was gradually getting into the trap. Next one. Then Delilah pouted. How do you pout? You pull your mouth. That thing people do when they are taking pictures now. <laughs> I said sometimes some photographers taking some people pictures at some wedding. And the ladies who come, they will do. And some gentleman who came to stand there, when he did it, he said, Master Jai Mboazen. When a lady does it, it's nice. If you're a man, you do it. It's in Boaz Street. He said, you have made fun of me three times now. Something too should have said, you have also tried to make a fool out of me three times now. But a guy was behaving like a child. And you still haven't told me what makes you so strong. Next verse. She tormented him with her nagging day after day until he was sick to death of it. This nagging thing. <laughs> Finally, Samson shared his secret with her. My hair has never been cut. He confessed. For I have dedicated to God as a Nazarite from birth. If my head were shaved, my strength would leave me. And I will become as weak as anyone else. Next verse. Delilah realized that he had finally told her the truth. So she sent for the Philistine rulers. Come back one more time, she said. For he has finally told me his secret. So the Philistine rulers returned with their money in their hands. The rest we know is history. Once. Twice. Three times. Don't repeat the same mistakes in life. Hallelujah. Yeah. Learn from your mistakes. Look, I tell people, when a mistake comes, it comes to come to destroy your life. But as it comes to destroy your life and it's living, hold it and make sure you are taking out a lesson before it leaves you. That's what mistakes, you will make mistakes. Wrong decisions, wrong turns, wrong choices. But make sure you learn something Pick something out of it. Don't let it just come and torment you and make your life miserable and it goes away. No. Don't keep repeating the same. It's a sign of childishness. It's a sign that you are not growing. It's a sign that you are not maturing. By now, there are some kinds of guys, when they start whatsapping you, you should know what is going to happen next. Just like how, you know, uh, Delilah's own, you could predict after the first one, you could predict. The second one, you could predict what will follow. That, oh, she'll say so, so, and so. And the people will be in the room. And blah, 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 blah. Same thing. By now, you should know. By now, you should know. Don't allow the same mistake to happen. There was a time I, I dealt with a certain young lady. And she said when she was in Legon, she was narrating how she lost her virginity. She said one day she went to sleep on a guy's bed in one of the halls in Legon. She slept there and found herself falling asleep. And a guy came to lie by her. And by the time they realized one plus one <laughs> was equal to two, and her life was never the same again. That was how she lost her virginity. You see, this should be a lesson that don't go in. And it's not like she lost it out of her own way. Like circumstances created a situation that she wouldn't have wanted going to sleep on a guy's bed another time she went to visit a friend you know friend buddy buddy kind of thing and the guy the guy was at house of this flat the guy was actually getting ready to get married and she was the one helping the wife to be with oh let's go and buy this blah 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 you were at medical school hostel you went to town, you were tired, you decided to pass the guy's place. And you were so tired that you decided to lie on the bed. And relax. And sleep small. Meanwhile, if you had just walked a few meters, you would have reached your own bed. And slept. Slept on the bed. So she slept around 9, 9 p.m. 
By the time it was 1 a.m., the guy was lying by her, touching her in all kinds of ways. And she said she couldn't resist. She ended up sleeping with him. And that one encounter resulted in her getting pregnant. So now dilemma. <laughs> Christian lady, spirit-filled, tongue-talking, pregnant for somebody who is supposed to be a friend who is about to get married. And the one he's going to get married to, to you know the person. <laughs> you see, sometimes uh, one sin pushes you to another sin. And so she decided that the only way out was to abort the baby. After she told the guy she was pregnant, the guy said, don't call me again. I don't want to hear your voice. Don't call me. You have gone to sleep with somebody else. Blah, 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 blah. You are coming to put it. You want to destroy my marriage. Don't call me. Don't even go near my wife to me. Okay. Felt isolated. Felt dejected. She went ahead and aborted the baby. And this singular act just broke down completely her relationship with God. She couldn't, and like when she goes to church, people are worshiping. Like she felt very far away from God. Far away. We had to step in and restore her. So she told me this story after one fire early night. She just broke down, started weeping. Said, What is the matter? Come, let's talk used the word of God, brought her back on her feet. Relationship with God restored. Good down. <laughs> I met her some time later. She had gone to join a certain church. She said, oh, she's active there and blah, 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 blah. But I, yeah, in fact, that was the same question. I was like, I hope all is well. I was like, no. What is the problem? One day, she went somewhere with one of the pastors. And when they were coming back, he was supposed to go and drop her at her place. And he said they should pass his place. He said he wanted to eat. So he was preparing something to eat. She said she wanted to go and relax. No, this is it. It will be like I'm telling you a film. She wanted to relax. So she went and lay down on his bed. This one, like Delilah's own, you, I don't have to tell you what the end result of that was. You see, the long and short is that this young lady got pregnant out of wedlock and had to marry. Because now she said, what happened to her when she aborted the baby the first time? She can't do the same thing again. Look, learn from your mistakes. Don't repeat your mistakes. Don't repeat your mistakes. Grow up. Grow up. When you are giving counsel, listen. When you are giving advice, listen. Young men, when we advise you, listen. Young ladies, when we advise you, listen. The path you are taking, we've passed before. There are things we know, we've seen, and we can advise you so that you can prevent certain disasters. Listen. Me personally, as a pastor, it gets frustrating when you give people advice in a certain direction and they, like, against a certain direction and they go diametrically opposed to what you told them. And trouble comes and they come back. But that's a good shepherd. <laughs> you have to receive them and, and help them out. It's frustrating. Tell somebody, grow up. 
no, no. Isn't it painful when something happens to you and you know that this thing you were warned? You were told. Even if no human being warns you, the Holy Spirit warns you. He reminds you that this thing, you know, you know how it's going to end. You know. Learn from your mistakes. You're in a relationship, you don't intend to misbehave. One day you went and then, 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 then. You went to have your bath when he was in the room. Instead of letting him go out, you say, oh, you stand there and close your eyes and let me change. Close your eyes. Obicularis oris. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> that day you'll be Batimius who has received healing. What is not supposed to see, he will see. Oh, close your eyes. Some people they say, Oh, I'll go behind the wardrobe. Mm. That's how some people did. Two Christians, so they said, Oh, we will not misbehave. Blah, 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 blah. Don't tempt the devils. When they started the relationship, when she's going to change, he goes out. Isn't that the right thing to do? Uh huh. Ah, no, familiarity came in. And then things. So he went to another level. Oh, you, I'll hide behind the wardrobe. You see that? It got to a time wardrobe ground funnel. I will stand there, but close your eyes. That one is the devil himself will come and open your eyes like this. I remember my daughter when she was baby. When you are sleeping in the middle of the night, you are asleep. You realize somebody is opening your eyes. Be a that's what the devil will do to you that day. Oh, they started misbehaving to them. Power nine. It took God to restore them. Look, learn from your mistakes. Learn from your mistakes. And then let me end on this note. Immaturity is the most common cause of problems in marriages and relationships. I dare say that immaturity you see you have to grow out of certain childish things and childish behaviors if you want attention behave like somebody who wants attention the bible says ask and it shall be given unto you seek and you shall find you want to be pampered though but you are behaving like a lioness At a certain level, it is cute, but after a certain while, it becomes irritating and it is childish. Hallelujah. I behaving like you don't know what I'm talking about. You want to be pampered, you want to be treated nicely. Behave in a way that attracts that kind of behavior or that kind of um, um, treatment. Now I know, are you fine? I'm, I'm okay, but deep inside too, you want to be pumping. Nobody, have you seen anybody going to pet a tiger before? Oh, tiger! Oh, very own Saroff. If you behave like a kitten, you will be petted nicely. Behave like a pigeon. Nice, cool animals. But when you are doing tigerish things, and you expect to say, oh, tiger, come. No, 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 no. Childishness is the cause of problems in marriages. Lack of maturity. You must be mature enough to know when to let certain things go. Stop fighting them. Adjust and define. Manage. It takes maturity to do that. Trust me, it's not everything you can change. Some you can change. Some to some of them you have to behave like okay I don't see <laughs> yeah that's 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 it that's it me I'm sure there are some things my wife has been trying to change she's realized that young 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 yes let's go no it takes maturity to survive in marriage some things you just have to be mature about them. 
Now in marriage, it's not everything somebody comes to tell you about your spouse that you take hook, line, and sinker and you react with an outburst. Trust me, there are people there looking at your marriage and they want to destroy it. You think such human beings are finished in this world? They are not. They'll see your husband's car somewhere and they'll intentionally call you at that particular point in time. Hey, it's Kweku at home. Uh, okay. I thought I saw some car be like his, but I don't think it's him, but they have inoculated a certain idea into your head. You have to be mature. There are people who can just plant certain seeds in your head. If you allow those seeds to take, it will grow and become a tree. The time you realize you are believing certain things and you don't even know how, where, and, and when you started believing them. You need to be mature. It takes maturity to forgive. Yeah, it takes maturity to forgive. Look, if, 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 if you don't know how to forgive, you are not ready for marriage. There are some marriages God would delay. There are some people, their marriages, God would delay the marriage because they are not mature enough. If they go in as they are, they will come back after two years. So maybe this sermon is your deliverance. Yeah. Sermon is your deliverance. You can't forgive. You can't let things go. Uh uh-uh. uh. You can't do the married thing with that attitude. It's impossible. And when we talk about forgiveness in marriage, it's not big, big things, though. It's not big, big things. Little, little, little. You've left this thing here. Blah, blah, blah. You need to forgive. And forget it. When you say forgive, you think, oh, and I was going to chase 10 girls. And I was going to chase 5 girls. And I saw him sitting somewhere with this. That. No, no, no. Those are not the things I'm talking about. The Bible says those things should not even be named amongst you. Little, 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 little things. Little things. Just let things go. Learn to let things go. Some of you hold on to things too much. It is a sign of childishness. A sign of childishness. And until you work on it, God to delay things. Mm. He doesn't want you to go and come back. Or he doesn't want you to go in and you'll be unhappy. So he has to work on those things. And you also have to work on those things. The things you say when you are angry. It's childish people who just talk. And just, just, I'm pouring out my heart. There are some things when you say, eh, you cause irreparable damage to the relationship. It will heal, but it will heal with eh, some nasty scar that the person always looks at the scar and remembers. I advise you when you are angry, that is when to keep quiet. Don't talk when you are angry. I mean, when I'm really upset about something, I keep quiet. I don't discuss things when I'm. You can't tell what will come out of your mouth. Some husband got angry with the wife, talk, 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 and used the mother's disability that she has. This, that, 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 that. You think this thing, it would take buckets of oil, anointing for you to break that yoke of pain that it creates. And that is where the devil wants you. For you to get angry and start pouring out things and saying things. And one sentence will come out of your mouth. You know that some things, when you say you yourself, you realize that, but it has it's already gone you can't chase it and catch it and bundle it and swallow it back it's already gone it's already gone look if there's anything you take from me when you get angry keep quiet if you want to discuss it wait till you have cooled down and your brain is functioning well because at that point it's not your brain that is functioning your flesh and at that point you are like a city without walls the enemy can invade and infiltrate and twist what it is that you want to say and you will say something or do something that will cause irreparable damage to that relationship don't handle things at the height of anger it has never worked and it will never work 
Look, you will feel like saying something. You will feel like, I mean, men can be being threatened. And this I'm talking about, it's not just marriage. Normal relationships with people, your roommate will do something. It's like your mouth is shaking. It's like tongues. <laughs> you want to talk. You want to say something. That is when, if you can't keep quiet, move out. Go out. I've seen good relationships ruined by one bout of anger. One outburst. I pray that God will give us the grace to be mature in our relationships with people. In our talking, in our reactions to things. Let's be mature. Let's be mature. Sometimes when you want to talk, you can even call somebody senior as a person. Do you, what do you think about this situation? A person may give you counsel that this one, just let it go. There are some things you just have to let them go. Let them die a natural death. It's also one way of handling things. Hallelujah. It's not everything that you must have a meeting about. We must talk. We must talk. We must talk. Let us sit now. This turn, we must kill the snake today. No, no, there are some things. Let it go. Let time. You see, time has healing properties. Time on its own. It has healing properties. There are certain things. Just give it to time and it will be okay. May the Lord help us to mature. May the Lord help us to come out of childish ways. May the Lord help us to behave as mature sons and daughters of God. Whatever the areas of weaknesses are in your life, may God help you to strengthen those weak spots in the name of Jesus. If it's a problem with your tongue, it's a problem with consistency, it's a problem with being consistent with the things of God. I want you to lift up your voice right now and begin to pray. Just speak to God. Just talk to God. Just begin to talk to God. Begin to talk to God that, Lord, I'm tired of this particular thing. Look, everybody has something they are dealing with. Everybody has something they are struggling with. You need to grow up in a certain area. You can't be told the same thing over and over again. You can't be rebuked about the same thing over and over again. It means you are not maturing. It means you are not growing. Just lift up your voice and pray. Surrender yourself unto God. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. Lord, grant us strength. Lord, grant us strength. Lord, grant us strength. Oh, may you not repeat your mistakes. In the name of Jesus. May you not repeat your mistakes. In the name of Jesus. May you not repeat your mistakes. In the name of Jesus. May your reasoning and your understanding of God be moved to another level. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Rota Barabashada Braskefala Masuria Tasik. In the next one minute, surrender yourself unto God. Radabakatala Baraba. And now you are going to plead with God that any mistakes you have made, any damage that has been caused by your immaturity. May the Lord give you another chance. May the Lord repair those damages. May the Lord repair those wounds that have been caused. Just lift up your voice and begin to pray. Sometimes you may not even be aware of the damage that was caused by certain things that you say, certain reactions of yours. You want to pray in the name of Jesus that God, let those effects be reversed. Let those effects be reversed. In my relationships with people, in my relationship with you, people have literally cursed themselves by opening their mouths and making certain declarations out of frustration out of frustration out of frustration that god didn't do a particular thing for them let there be a reversal in the name of jesus let there be a reversal of those curse words that you declared upon your life in the name of jesus christ of nazareth the son of the living god Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this word that has come forth. We pray in the name of Jesus that it will be cemented deep down in our spirits. Help us to be doers of the word. The word says the spirit of God searches all things. May the spirit of God search our hearts. May the spirit of God search our minds. May the spirit of God search our spirits. Any weak spots there are, may they be strengthened in the name of Jesus. Let there be reinforcement from above in the name of Jesus. Where we have weaknesses of God, help us to overcome those weaknesses. 
and may we grow may we mature to the glorification of your holy name in jesus name we call it done amen somebody put your hands together for the lord Information. Reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! Someone overflow! Overflow! Winners of Bill!